welcome back to another episode of Progress Mindset Podcast. We hope you guys are doing well today. In this episode, we want to dedicate this to a celebration to Women's History Month, although it's Women's History Every Day. Oh, yeah. Um, But we wanted to highlight some facts about Women's History Month and um, just really give a deeper dive into what women's history means, how far we've come, and, you know, where we're going. France, are you ready to dive into some women's history facts? Are you ready? Did you do your research? Absolutely. I'm ready. I'm ready. (laughs) I'm excited. Well, you better be. (laughs) So I have a question. Do men ever feel like, why is it not a men's history month? Uh, We shouldn't. (laughs) All right. Just making sure. Uh, If we do, then I I mean, I, I, um, I think I heard some conversation like that before because you know how I think last year or sometime like how they was highlighting Women History Month and then there was a conversation on social media when when Mel was asking how come they don't have a um, Men History Month they was like are you serious Mm. so that was shot off real quick which I hope because that shouldn't be a a question yeah (laughs) and we should all know why (laughs) yes you know, just wondering because this this um society that we live in nowadays, mm-hmm. it's always like, oh, but what about us? But what about us? What is this here? So you know, just asking. Yeah, before you open your mouth, maybe you should think. Whatever. That, that always, <laughs> not you, but meaning oh. like not you, meaning meaning men. Like if you were to ask that question, maybe you should think why we don't we shouldn't even think of. Uh, of suggesting that <laughs> exactly exactly yeah. not you boss not you okay yeah. just have to make sure we don't gotta take this offline no 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 i'm not ready <laughs> i'm not ready <laughs> all right well let's get into it as we all know march is considered women's history month with um march 8th being women's history day um So, just a little facts. Women's History Day was first held in February 28, 1909 in New York City. Shout-outs to New York. It commemorated the one-year anniversary of the Garment Workers' Strike, um, where 15,000 women marched through Lower Manhattan. You know, that was like the shirtwaist factory where like it went up in flames and um, they fought for like shorter work days and and for, you know, equality and pay and things like that. And um, the day became Women's History Week in 1978. So we started with a day in February and then it became Women's History Week in 1978. Um, and that and that day was actually March 8th. 
then that turned into International Women's History Day. So that's started off in New York and then became international. Well, it took a couple of years later, but now the whole year, you know, internationally it became something celebrated. That's pretty cool. Very cool. Right, just to just start off in in one state, mm-hmm. and then in 1995, it was declared Women's History Month. Wow, that was like yesterday. Yeah, damn, I miss the 90s. <laughs> <laughs> Fun times. Fun times. No so, phone. Oh yeah, when everybody got, went outside and got to know each other. Yeah, man. Reminisce. Reminisce. And so, did you know that every Women's History Month there is a theme? I did not know that. Yeah, I didn't. I um, must say that I just found that out as well. So, this year's theme was celebrating women who tell our stories to encourage the recognition of women's past and present. I think that's pretty cool that we just we have a theme to just celebrate, you know, every everything different a different year. I think that's very cool. That is that is cool. To keep it more interesting too. Yeah, to yeah. just look forward to a theme and then and then celebrate it. That's that's interesting. And did you also know that women can get credit cards of their own until 1974? Wow. Well, so Congress passed the Equal Credit Opportunity Act in 1974. Before that, women can get credit cards in their own name. Man, that wasn't even that long ago. Mm-hmm. It's wow. crazy how the change is like slow but we feel so far removed from it. Yeah, if we didn't grow up in that era. Yeah, because women, you know, it really uh, it took advantage of the opportunity and really went to work. Mm-hmm. You know, as you guys were able to do things, you didn't just sit there and then just feel sorry for yourself. You actually went to work and got things done and just made a big impact in so many different ways. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. right. Dean, did you also know that more women are earning college degrees than men? Yep. Yep. 59% of women are continuing their education compared to 50% of men. Oh, yeah. That I know. (laughs) Uh (laughs) (laughs) Uh-huh. And um, something that we should work on you know, it's just it's just a gray area. Uh, that mothers are less likely to be hired. Mm. I feel like that's um discrimination. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like discriminating someone when they get pregnant, they can file a lawsuit, or not hiring someone because they're they're pregnant. So that's that's something that we definitely need to to push for it and work on because that shouldn't be legal. Yeah, and you can and that's. You can um, promptly uh, agree with that because when I assume somebody's pregnant in the workplace, they do get. I understand you're supposed to get treated a little bit different because you know they, they can't um, do certain like physical work 
depend, you know, like live heavy stuff, but that mm-hmm. doesn't give you the right to treat them any different because mm-hmm. you know, there's so many different roles that a person can play in the, you know, in the workplace, depending on what they're doing. But that doesn't give anybody the right to, you know, make, treat them different. I mean, after all, they're carrying a human being. <laughs> Yeah, and that's the most powerful thing you can do. Yeah, carrying the future. Powerful thing you can do. Yeah, absolutely. And it wasn't until 2020 we got our first woman vice president. Well, they say first woman of color, but, you know, vice president. So it's just a matter of time till we finally hire you know a, a woman period for to run the free world and a state huh yeah i mean other countries um have done it yeah but you know we're, we're waiting on the free world leader of the free world we're waiting on that we we decided to go with the orange guy instead and now <laughs> we want to throw him in jail look at that Yeah, I'm not even gonna get into that. <laughs> <laughs> I play the fizzy. <laughs> yep. So, okay. Let me know what you read. Let me know what you got. Show me your research. <laughs> um, I got a couple. Um, in almost every country in the world, the life expectancy for women is definitely higher than men. Of course. <laughs> um, at the first Winter Olympic game in 1924, the only event open to women was figure skating. Oh. In the early years of the Blues from 1910 to 1925, the vast majority of singers were women. Okay. I can see that. Mm-hmm. The first woman to run for U.S. president was Victoria Woodhull in 1872, in 1872's election. Oh, I didn't know that. Far uh, back. Mm-hmm. Um, June 18, 1983, Sally Ride becomes the first African woman in space. March, you might be familiar with this one. March 24, 2002, Halle Berry becomes the first African American woman to win the Oscar for Best Actress. You said 2022? No. Nah. <laughs> I was like, I was what? I thought, I 20, thought 2002. <laughs> okay, that's what Monsters Ball, right? I, I yeah, I believe so. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Those are the facts that I have. Okay. Yeah. Well, I I got a bonus one. Mm-hmm. So, um, Brianna Daniels, and she's pretty young too. She is the first African woman, American woman, to be part of a NASCAR Cup Series pit crew. And the first female duo to do pit crew work. Isn't that cool? Oh, wow. Very cool. 
Wow, to work in a NASCAR pit crew. And she's African African American. Mm-hmm. She's young, born in '93. Oh wow, cause cause that sport is not that that diverse. They don't even they barely have any African Americans. That's, mm-hmm. that's within NASCAR. Um, cause I think a couple years ago they did have a um, an African American guy, and it was you know it was like a big thing. So it, they still have a long way to go. Yep. Yeah, so, you know, still need to open the doors more. You know, the opportunity is there. Mm-hmm. Okay. And this year, a woman, Ruth E. Carter, became the first black woman to win two Oscars. So she won two Oscars in one night. Wow, incredible. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm. Some of these things are kind of like, you know, it should just be like normalized already. But, you know, that just proves that the work, the kind of work that we still have to do. Yeah. As a society, because these shouldn't be shocking facts, you know. <laughs> it is like history of being made every day. So like the first time you're like, geez, you serious? That didn't happen before? Mm-hmm. You'd be surprised. And, you know, and it sure have not. So yeah, you know it's it's. I mean, it's good to see that, but it's also shocking just to hear you know the, the those things have never happened before. Like really, mm-hmm. you know, because you had such so many you know talented and incredible actresses, like people that's you know that been doing great work, but it just was not. It wasn't. Um. um they never got the, the the reward, the proper reward and recognition for their work. But above all, we still enjoy their, their, their work. We still enjoy all the stuff that they did, even though they didn't get like Oscars and stuff like that. Because it's it's a great achievement to get these awards. But to be honest with you, I think people people's opinion and, and the enjoyment of their work it's, to me, it's, it's even better because that lives on forever. Because those films not going nowhere, you know. When you look at the at the body of work most of these people put together, you know, an award shouldn't doesn't determine, you know, their their um, amount of achievement, you know. So mm-hmm. to get the award is important, but to me, they, most people don't you know, don't even need the award, and it was still it's still consider as great because I feel like a lot of people get cheated when it comes to these awards like you know they don't always they don't always get it when they should get it because there's a lot of great films that I see people have and then they will get an award for something else just because everyone is on board but then then this past time when they had like greater achievement greater films greater body of work and then you know then they will get the, similar to like Halle Berry, I'm mm-hmm. sure the uh, I felt like she before that movie, mm-hmm. she already had she had better she already had great films that deserve um, an Ox, an Oscar. Mm-hmm. So, but they choose sometimes they choose to give it to you when they feel like it's time. So it is what it is. But I don't really judge somebody's talent just based on a trophy. Yeah. Yeah, because if we did that, then we then um how many how many Grammys would Michael have? Mm-hmm. Exactly. 
or prince, you know. So that that's like measuring your your success in life and your achievement just based on a degree. Like, oh yeah, you gotta have a degree for this. You gotta have a degree with that. And a lot of people that's like, you know, great leaders of the world, you know, that's making tremendous history and products and stuff, or or um, inventors, you know, they don't always get highlighted or get a, a degree for that. You know, you don't really, you don't need a degree for everything. You don't need a trophy for everything that you do. You know, so you shouldn't that should not define you just because you don't have the greatest um prize does not mean that you're not great you know that doesn't measure mm-hmm. your full success and body of work so don't let that um, discourage you in any way yep in life in general yep well said Wow. All right. I have a couple questions for you. Okay. Because <laughs> um, <laughs> I know it's, it's, um, it's Women History Month and it wouldn't be right. You know, just to hear um, just to hear the answers from a woman perspective. Because mm-hmm. other guys can't really answer those questions and only I think only it's only right that I'll ask a female. Okay. <laughs> this is your money. Alright. So it's mm-hmm. I just have a few questions. Not that many. <laughs> All right. Uh, first, the first one is uh, what does women month women history month um, really mean to you personally? Well to me I just feel like it's just a reflection of um, where we, where we are, um, where we've been and where we need to be, um, a celebration of our strengths, our weaknesses, um, a celebration of our, the movement and the effects that we have on society. Mm-hmm. And, um, just a, a celebration of who we are and how we impact the world. Well said. Well said. Yeah. <laughs> in in your in your words, what is the definition of a strong woman? Hmm. Well, um, when I hear like the word "strong woman," like it's kind of like, eh, you know, it's kind of cringe, you know. Because society kind of doesn't associate a strong woman with a feminine woman, which I don't agree with at all. Right. Um, I think a strong woman is someone who is resilient, who is compassionate, who is determined, you know, who is a leader, um, who is empathetic, and someone who is just, you know, just confident in who they are, what they're doing, how they affect um, the people around them, how they impact the people around them. And, you know, doesn't need to 
basically not not get a pat on the back but doesn't need that reassurance from anyone they're just confident in who they are and their purpose and what they have to do beautiful I could not agree more um okay in the workplace who do you feel more comfortable working with women or men um I like working with a group of women. Like in my office right now, it's all a group of women. Um, and I think it's a beautiful thing. I've probably, let's see, my last, my last thing, how many jobs? <laughs> you know, I, you know, I lose count. <laughs> <laughs> my last probably three jobs has been nothing but like women. <laughs> <laughs> you be rocking and you be rocking and grooving. Yeah, I'm losing track of my jobs. Um, it's been nothing but like women leadership in high earning positions. Um, even now at my job, my um, my VP, she's she's a woman. She's a high earning woman. Um. I guess I guess you could say woman of color because she's not white, she's not black, but she's you know I guess considered a woman of color, mm-hmm. and you know that's inspiring to see, right? Because it lets you know that that glass ceiling is, um, you know, it's attainable, right? You know how they they have men in the workplace and they, they earn all this money and, and things like that. So to just see, you know, women around you who are helping, contributing, getting recognized, that's a powerful, you know, inspiring place to be. Yeah, it is. It's, it's definitely is. And that bring that brings us to the conversation of, of earners as well, because women are definitely climb, climbing the ladders. Mm-hmm. Kind of. And out earning men, <laughs> yeah, and in in um in, in several states, I know New York City for for once, when it uh, um for young, the um between young young men and young women, um women are definitely achieving more when it comes to um earning in the workplace, and at the, in the workplace or in you know in business. Mm-hmm. Because the interesting thing is, I it's it's the opportunity to and you know and thank God for like technology and all that stuff, you know, and entrepreneurship and women are definitely like I said, you know, you guys are taking advantage of opportunity. You're not just sitting here and and just hoping and wishing somebody gives something to you. you guys actually going out there and putting on the hard work, you know, and just challenging men, you know, doing whatever men can do, mm-hmm. which is, you know, I, I applaud that because a lot of the work that women, women, that women do is not, it's not easy because, you nope. know, a lot of women have to take care of the household and, and they have to go out and work and several jobs sometimes. And then you, then you still, got, they still got to take care of the husband and stuff and the kids that's a lot of that's a lot of hat to wear, you know. Mm-hmm. That can really tear you. And then you know, a lot of these. I I personally work 
worked it with females in the past, you know, that they would have a baby in like a month after they'll be at work. I'm like, you okay? Like, you know, you know, shouldn't you take a little more time off? They're like, no, nah, I'm good. You know, I got bills. Bills ain't gonna pay themselves. Mm. You know, I I applaud that. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, I would love for them to get a little more time with the baby. You know what I mean? That kind of, you know, that kind of hurt me. And you know, in a way, I'm like, damn, you know, she just had a baby. I'm pretty much sure like she's missing the baby right now and would want to be home, but she have to come out and just make a sacrifice mm-hmm. to, to take care of the family. So, you know, I you know I applaud things like that. So. Yeah, I just want to touch on that. Um, because I still got more questions for you. <laughs> <laughs> um let me see what was I up to. Okay. Do you think um it's a fair working field for women? I think you touched a little bit on that, but that was like one of the questions as well. Do you think like, you know, in the work field, like I know like it's you guys women comes a long way. And, you know, mm-hmm. we still got some more work to do. We still, as men, we still need to come into ground and, you know, and and respect you guys better and open more doors for women and, you know, and and um, treat you guys equally. But as for you, as a personal question, do you think, like, it's a fair working feel out there for, for you and for all other women? Um, I would say that it's fair. I would say that it's getting a little better. Um, but you definitely still see a lot of men in, you know, high earning positions, which it is, um, well, you, when you know, it's just like the, the boys get club, right? Mm -hmm. Um, whereas, you know women are overlooked because they're gonna think she's too emotional or she's gonna have kids she's gonna take care of her family you know and I still think that that is still an opportunity mm-hmm. but I will say that you know working in different job spaces I've seen how it's gotten better right um, but you know it's it's still some ways there's this female director that um that I work with and um she's so admirable because there is if okay so usually when there's a powerful woman in a powerful position right what is she seen as oh she's a troublemaker she's this she's arrogant she's hard to work with right Mm-hmm. Whereas that woman with the same, if it was a man with the same attitude, it would be like, oh, he's no nonsense. He's tough. But <laughs> um, I just see her get so much respect from both women and men. And that's hard. Mm. Like I, she, she's the type of like woman when she walks in the room, it's like, you could tell that, you know, like she's nice but you could also tell that you know she's about her business but she also is welcoming and attracts people to her and um, her office is right next to mine and to just see how men gravitate towards her not in a like a misogynistic way but right. like you could tell they, they're even learning from her uh, cool. that just shows like her leadership skills like they they 
they love talking to her and you could tell it's it's nothing besides business and you could tell that they're even learning and respect her and her authority right and that's that's hard to do mm-hmm. that is very hard to do so she's someone that um I, I really think that she's admirable because I've, I've never seen anything like that to just get that much respect from both sides. Um, so when I see that, I see like, okay, you know, things are changing a little bit. The narrative is, is shifting because again, usually like a woman in a high earning position, it's like, oh, she's the, she's that, she's the, uh, hard to work for. But this, this men don't get that stigma. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I get it. Get it. That makes make a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. And last but not least, um, what do you think women can improve on, if any? In general. In general. In general, not in just general. like working. In general. Mm, okay. Well, I think we can improve. The narrative that we allow society to say about us. Right. I feel like, yes, people are, um, they're going to be judgmental. Uh Yes, they're going to have opinions. But it's also up to us to change that narrative within us. For example, it's always like, when I hear females talk about oh yeah cause you know I don't have female friends I don't like I don't like talking to females I like talking to guys and it's just like why why don't you have female friends that's a red flag that's you know what I mean like how don't you not get along with your own group right and um you know it could just be insecurities or you know just unfortunately the type of friends that you're trying to choose pick but if you're a woman and you don't have like healthy relationships with females I think that you need to do the inner work because men see that and that's a cause of division and you know whatever there's division of course you know there's there's destruction Mm -hmm. so it's it's more of us coming that's just one example but you know it's just like us coming together to really change that narrative of we're competitive, we're, we're this, and we don't get along, and, you know, we're unstable. Um, I think if we would come together for ourselves, we could change the narrative of um, what society says about us. Because I'm hearing a lot of, and, you know, I don't want this to turn into a longer, deeper conversation as it has to be, because this is a, you know, a celebration of Women's History Month. But I'm just seeing a lot of destructive, decisive comments about women. Yeah. Um, lately, particularly women of color. Yep. And then when I, when I, you know, look around, I, of course, I can refute it, but then I just kind of see examples of, okay, you know, I see where this is coming from. It's hard to defend something when we're not even holding ourselves accountable. Right. And, you know, again, I just, that's that's another topic for another time. Mm-hmm. 
but I'm saying, you know, I'm just, I'm just saying, I feel like uh, we, we are responsible of how the narrative is for us. Right. And of course, like I said, men are going to, to have opinions, but at the end of the day, it really is depending on us to, to shift that. Yeah. And it's also not fair when, like when people have their opinions and try to like base it on like most women like, mm-hmm. just because you see a, a, a percentage of women behaving a certain way it doesn't mean that the rest of the race is, is like that you know what I mean right if all the other women this doesn't you know you can't you can't base things on on that type of scale you know but that also goes back to what I'm saying I see sometimes women jumping on that boat of saying yeah you know cause women and it's like you know you can't just say things just to say it because you have to understand how it's disrupting us right. um, like for example right I see this this rise of female gurus trying to give away the secrets of women and it's like you know, yeah, you see men online doing it, but that's just a lane we need to stay out of, in my opinion, because there's no game of a woman. <laughs> there's no game of a woman. We're, we're transparent. So it's like certain things to be part of the boys club because boys are doing it. I kind of feel like that you're not giving the game away to help a man. You're just making us look bad. Mm. Like, for example, I saw like some video this lady posted today and she was just like oh the type of four women that you need to stay away from and then the things that she was talking about it didn't even make any sense it just sounded like she was just trying to sound like you know how those guys post videos of type of men type how men act like when, when they're into you right men and women were different so when a man is giving away the game that's because you guys in the boys club, you guys keep the game tight. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. A woman is more likely to say how she feels and and show it. So what are we really doing by doing that? Mm. You know, it's just adding again to the narrative because it's something again to say, to say men and women are, are the same and we can do the same things. And, you know, really and truly we can't. And, um, yeah, that's just my opinion on that. Because, <laughs> again, I don't want to sound like, like, again, this is a whole different conversation. Right. Because I know where I'm coming from in, in, in that aspect because, um, you know, when you grow and you have different life experiences, you, you realize certain things. But we... We are equal, but we're not the same because we don't think the same. Mm-hmm. We're, you know, we're not gonna understand each other because you're a man and I'm a woman. I mean, I guess to to get to understand the person, you know, you be you would have to ask questions, right? And but we, for us to just try to play this, it's just this whole thing in society now is like playing the game and running the game. Who can outsmart the other sex? And it's like. We don't have to do that. Is it if you you realize someone's playing games, just don't play. And that's it. Mm -hmm. We don't have to compete with the narrative to prove a point, is what I'm saying. 
Yeah, because at it's, the end of the day, we all we all in the same team. Yeah, and I'm I'm just seeing that a lot. Like, um, like for example, that Coil Ray song, like, because girls is plays too. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. It's because I'm being more intentional about what I'm I'm trying to listen to, but I like the song. I get it, but. We will also have to realize what narrative are we really pushing? Because girls are players too. What does that help? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? If if we see a man and he's being, you know, a quote unquote whore, we don't have to jump on that bus and say, well, women can do it too. Right. If you see him, he's a walking red flag, go the other way. <laughs> don't try to play the same game. Don't push that narrative that women should play the same game. Gotcha. Because it, we can't. It's just certain things that we just can't, and that's how I feel about it. You know, don't jump down my throat. It's just my own self-reflection of like um, men and women were different, and it's just certain things that. If you feel like it's not fair, don't try to jump in the game because we're just pushing ourselves backward by doing so. If you just feel like something is not fair and it's not right, just remove yourself from it and don't try to get caught up in it because at the end of the day, that just hurts us. Right. So. I mean, that's understandable. It's good. You can have your, you can have your own opinion and, you know, in between that, it's good advice. Yeah, because if anybody's, I'm every woman, it's all in me. You know, it's me. (laughs) you know I am pro woman but it's just certain things that I notice in this microwave society that we're doing that is is more damaging to us than lifting us up yeah so and again this is me talking to women I don't hear nothing about men can do it too or men do it too I'm I'm not a man I can't speak an opinion of a man that's from us (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I can't set, tell no man what to do and what to expect. Because at the end of the day, you either put up with something or you, you stay in it. It's not about how, how a person is treating you. It's what you're accepting. You have a choice. So it's, 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 it's not my soapbox to stand on how a man should act. I can only talk about a woman and a woman's point of view. And my point of view. So, yeah. that's that. I got it. The message is clear. <laughs> <laughs> it's well received. And you answered my questions to the best of your ability. And I appreciate your answers. And I'm sure, um, you know, other women will. And the other, and the fellas too, you know, it's good to hear it from women, you know, just how you guys feel. You know, those few questions, you know, help answer a couple of, you know, like the questions that I had. You know, I just wanted to know. And, you know, you can guess and you can guess all you want, but it's better to, you know, to hear it from, mm-hmm. you know, from a woman, from the horse's mouth. Yeah. Because, you know, sometimes we out there, you be like, you know, you see things, you be like, oh, it's not fair, but, you know, but what are we doing about it? Mm-hmm. Are we really trying to help? Or we just like just feel sorry and be like, yeah, you know, that's not fair. I mean, just keep it moving. So yeah. it was, these conversations are just it's worth having. 
and it's it's wonderful to um for women to have a month for women to have a time where they can you know where they can feel celebrated because mm-hmm. they definitely deserve that and more you know it deserve to be celebrated every day this ain't just a monthly thing you know of course this help highlight you know women achievements and all that stuff but to be honest with you women been making an impact since the beginning of time and be, behind every great man is majority of the time is there's a powerful woman because all guys, the time you guys keep us afloat you know a woman is what keep a man driving you know we do a lot of the stuff that we do in society in the world mm-hmm. for women like for for our family and who's like the head of the family as far as like the person you report to <laughs> the the boss the real boss is really is really the woman like they say you know what comes and go like if they're, if they're not for it it's not you know it's not going to go down unless you want to live alone exactly so, you know, some of our main purpose is to keep you know our mothers our sisters uh, our you know our wives you know happy you know mm-hmm. to, to go out and you know go out and come home to provide you know because every 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 man want to be want to be treated a certain way you want to be happy and you know you, you need you need somebody in your life to make you feel like you know you're coming home to something you be excited to come home every day you know it's not it's not as fun enjoying the success it's not as fun living along and not you know I don't know I can speak for myself you know mm-hmm. don't don't throw rock don't throw stones at me for saying for saying that but me personally I feel like it's a joy you know, to to would have a you know to have a person to come home to to have a family mm-hmm. to come home to even if you don't have a family yet you know or whatever the case may be but it's just a beautiful thing just to have somebody to to, to share it with because you can have all the success in the world if you don't have someone to share it with you don't have family to share it with or anybody friends to share it with it's not as important and then but i feel like the you know the females play uh a valuable part a big big major part mm-hmm. in society and it's 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 sad to see you know some of the narrative that's being pushed out there some oh. of the things that that's being taken away you know from from women and, and you know i just you know I have a mother, you know. I'm, I came from a woman, so at the end of the day, I feel for that. Like mm-hmm. I don't really stand for everything that I hear, because exactly. when it comes to, to women, like you know, I feel like women, you know, uh, you know, play a big part. Like, and they, they deserve everything that they fought for, and they continue to fight. You know, it was just yesterday that women wasn't able to to vote. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's in the early 1900s, but hey, it's not that long ago. And that goes for uh, a lot of things. But, you know, that's just like one of the things that I mentioned that they fought for. But there's so many things. And then you have so many women inventors. Like a lot of stuff that we use and a lot of things that's helping this world um, to move into the right direction and to continue to to be as great as we are was invented by women. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Like today I was just listening 
to something. Well, I, I knew that. I believe I did, but I didn't, I didn't remember. But, like, the, um, you know, like, the laser vision, like, all those, um, the procedures. Mm-hmm. Like, to, you know, to help you see better, to, to, for cataract. That was in, invented by women. Like, along with other achievements that she had. Um, don't, oh, don't hurt me, I can't remember her name right now, but I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> she deserved it. I don't want to mess up her name. I think part of it is, but I'll definitely um, share her name in some, up in, in some future episode. But yeah, you know, women definitely set their mark and they deserve all the respect and all the applause, you know, that we can give. So, yeah, and you see everything you just said, like a woman's influence. That's all it goes down to. So if you really think about it, like you said, um, everything a man attributes himself to, a, a successful man, a powerful man or whatever, it's the woman behind him. Mm-hmm. So let's push narratives and messages that raise our standards and not lower our standards. Because the men are listening. If we're if we're lowering our standards, men are listening, and then they're just gonna all put us in a box. How right. they gonna How they gonna want to settle down and find the woman that will make them into the the man that they need to be? Yeah. So let's have this again. Push the narrative of raising standards, not playing games, setting standards. And taking what you deserve because as you can clearly hear from a man, that's what they're looking for. Right. That is what they are looking for. Absolutely. Yep. Uh, Oh yeah, I think I believe um the woman I was referring to, her name is I believe it's Patricia Bath. Okay. Don't fully quote me, but I think the name came to me. <laughs> I should be doing my research now, but you know, it's, <laughs> I believe it's Miss Patricia Bird. Yes. Oh, yeah. But Fia is right. Fia is right. And I'll leave it at that. The women speak. <laughs> I listen. It makes sense. I agree. That's where it ends with me. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, we, we had another. Um, episode that turned into another episode <laughs> but sometimes that's how it goes but we hope that you enjoyed our spotlight on women's history and women's history month all those women's history every day and every day we're making moves and um, you know hopefully next year we have other milestones to celebrate in regards to the women's movement mm-hmm. and um, yeah let's continue to be great ladies and as always like comment subscribe to our YouTube channel and our Instagram progress mindset podcast and if there's anything that you guys want to add to the conversation or you want to hear us talk about something you can leave us a message and uh yeah, we'll get to it. 
Ladies, you rock. You rock. You rock. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Insert um that Queen Latifah song. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Later. All right, peace out.